0: comedy talk at its worst it's the lunatic radio show
1: This intro either. God damn it.
2: That's some production value.
1: <laughs> no. I'm trying to find one that works. Not, this one not working What up everybody? Welcome to the radio program. Uh LR show. I'm Kieran. That's Chris Italia way over there in New York. Uh, email set to show, lunaticradio.com. Uh live number to call in 718-690-9290. So if you want to do that, go ahead and do that. Uh, a lot to do on today's radio program. Not really, I just like to say that at the top of the show to get people interested But we have a very special guest joining us right at the top of the show He's a friend of, uh, friend of mine A friend of Chris Italia's, he's a very talented comedian uh, You know him, you love him, he's been on the show before When I talked about uh, my DUI yeah, and he was promoting yeah, his Jimmy Kimmel Live it, fucking special Kieran, get,
3: Kieran get, give me a second, I gotta pull this wedgie out uh, <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry
1: He's got a wedgie, his name is Vladimir Kamano I damn it's in that deep. Welcome, Vlad, to the radio program.
3: Hey, we got a wedgie deep, a deep one, a
1: deep wedgie. Yes, deep. it's very, uh, it's very
3: annoying. I know. Um, hey, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate. We, are we recording?
1: Yeah, you're there. You're oh live. You're live oh on God. the internet. You're live. On YouTube, uh, around the world, wherever the fuck people listen to the show from, you are here. Your voice is being heard by uh, the maybe tens of
3: people. I I support the troops. (laughs) I want to give a shout out to all the single women out there, single mothers. Right. Um, Dolphins, I love them. Love dolphins. Anyone and everyone. I support all good causes. I want to lay that out in the beginning.
1: I read somewhere actually this week that dolphins could be smarter than humans. I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that. I've seen Dolphins in the wild. Hey,
2: before we get into that, Mm. I want to say that Vlad's appearance is brought to you by Pink Cherry. Pink Cherry. Pink Cherry? Ten function silicone teasing, and it's a bunny vibe.
3: Is that a
1: dildo with a
2: tickler? Yes. Yes, it is. Very nice.
3: We're in a podcast studio and and one of the other one of the one of the radio guys has
2: these No, nah, this is a special sponsor. That was yeah, it. Not, no, wait, no, 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 no. Wait,
3: that was a gift from another podcast? Another podcast records out of here so they have these sex toys as part of their giveaways.
1: What other uh, show is broadcasting out of your studio in New York there, Chris? You you what I got to tell you that what are we, what are we cheating on you. <laughs> I thought <laughs> else, I was the only one. are talking over there.
3: What's you got?
2: <laughs> What's going on over there?
3: I thought oh, I was hey, the only you, fucking guy. What are you talking to?
2: Yeah. Glad's uh, appearance is brought to you by... No, no. You, you want to promote, <laughs> you got to get your face on it. He wants
3: my face next to the sex toys. Yeah. Your face
1: there. Where, where is this?
2: Enhanced oil, oral vibe.
1: You're gonna, oh, God. Why do you have all these sex toys in the freaking studio?
2: Non-slip fit and added stimulation nubs.
1: Edit this part out. Wait, is that a mouthpiece for a girl to put in her mouth no, when she blows no, somebody? It's yes. so, no, it's enhanced so oral It's vibe. actually
2: for a guy. because No, puts it, it, in it has, it has in nubs. In her mouth. And then what happens is, you know, it starts to vibrate. It's supposed to give the guy more sensation.
1: well, very interesting. Yeah. What, what fucking kind of sex show you got going on over there? You want to promote <laughs> it? You can give. <laughs> no one's gonna hear to the fucking promotion nah, anyway. Fine. Go
3: ahead. Don't worry about it, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. <laughs> yo, it is cold. It is cold as a as a witch's tit out here in New York, man.
1: Yeah, I heard you guys are getting a, a winter storm. Is that correct?
3: We got a snowstorm coming in, man. So like. It's that time of day where you look at a cab, it's probably real like two inches of snow. Probably two inches, yeah. We're overdoing it.
1: I did. Uh, I did look at the forecast because uh, they keep on promoting it over here in the uh, on the West Coast because we don't we don't have weather out here in Arizona. So we when We always they always do the weather reports for other places of the country, and usually it's New York. And they're talking about the big Winter Storm that's hitting New York, but it's not hitting. Is that yeah, what they do? Yeah, is that that, what they do? that's what they Come actually on, I didn't do. Know I, that. They don't have right. they don't have anything there. The Arizona news in uh, yeah. Vancouver. We gotta, they don't have the five day forecast. Uh, yeah, but it's all sun. They can do like hot. They can do an eighty nine day forecast if they wanted to. It's all the same shit. So that what they do is yeah, they, they broadcast
2: give you the temperatures. Yeah, they?
1: they report about what's happening in Chicago and what's happening in New York because uh, that's all
2: transplants.
1: Yeah. I mean, more than Arizona it has to be like 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 a
3: desk job for a cop.
2: <laughs> it's like no action. Yeah, if I was living there, yeah, and I'm uh, you know I'm from New York, I wouldn't care what it was like in New York. I'm living in Arizona now.
1: Oh no! See, see, I thought that same thing when I moved to Arizona, and I was just like. Ah, you know, we'll miss New York And then it was like three weeks into it I'm like, I fucking want to be back in New York Because New York is where everything happens you're, No, that's not
2: what I'm saying I'm saying I wouldn't care what's going on weather-wise in New York
1: Oh, right, yeah, no No, I really don't care either But, I mean, when you have no weather You kind of start missing A snowstorm is
3: clickbait for every weatherman no matter, no matter what state you're in If there's a storm going on They, they, need, they need people to know so they can, they can feel well, relevant
1: Well, yeah, well, that's when uh, You heard it, it here first
2: <laughs> Also, like they've sensationalized the weather now.
1: Well, that's true. Everything
2: sensational. They sensationalize the weather. It's, it's they're looking for, like you said, clickbait. Clickbait. So they're looking for someone to, you know, for something to go viral. Well,
1: it's the only t- when there's a storm or a hurricane or a snowstorm. That's the only time anybody's paying attention to the weather during the broadcast. So yeah, they get yeah, hard yeah. on the weather. People yeah, they,
3: get hard on. Then they send the guy to like the eye of the tornado, like the eye of the hurricane. They send him right in there. See. You could, you could tell it's like a low-level intern. He hasn't been there too long.
1: <laughs> Mexico Mexico has it all figured out, and we've talked about it many times in my, uh, my years doing this podcast or internet radio show. Mexico just has literal like models, like strippers almost, doing the fucking weather, and that makes you pay attention yeah, you to the you weather. They don't report.
2: have old Jewish guys like
1: Mr. G. No, they don't have yeah our Stormfields or <laughs> Amy Freeze. I, I I follow Good. I follow the ABC seven Weather Girl for some reason on Instagram. Her name yeah. is Amy Freeze. I think she actually started following me and I was like, fuck, I'll just follow this weather girl back. But
2: we get her on as a guest.
1: <laughs> what is she gonna do? The fucking weather on the podcast? That'd yeah, be great. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and you gotta call her
3: you gotta call her you gotta call her a meteorologist. A meteorologist. Yeah. You know, it'd
1: be a
2: a funny bit for for her to call in once a week with the Arizona weather.
1: That would be great. Because she could actually Predict the weather for the next fucking two weeks, even. Mm. Yeah.
3: I mean, yeah, dude, the weather's the weather's uh um It's great. No, they like they, you know, they, they like to be called meteorologists. It's like a janitor being called a custodial artist. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be called the meteorologist.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh,
3: custodian.
2: Custodian. custodian. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. what do they really know about meteors, right?
3: Not
1: a damn thing. No I never seen a meteor in my life. Actually, I did actually. <laughs> Actually, yeah. in Arizona here, I saw a meteor come through the fucking atmosphere and burn up. That's what I man, that that shit. That,
3: that, The drugs out there are really doing something. No, I, I don't take no drugs there, not, Vlad. Come I on. I'm not out there, man. They got you seeing meteors. You got that blue. Got that blue, baby. You got that blue. <laughs> take
1: no drugs. They, they, they have meteor showers. That's what they have out here. It, it was in Arizona, right? Breaking back? No, that was in New Mexico, sorry. But they
2: distributed to Arizona.
3: Yeah, yeah. They yeah, had there's channels over there.
2: Hey, do you remember that guy on channel nine in New York that would ye- like he would yell. Yell the weather? Yeah, and then like he would go, and and that's gonna be a low and no, like he would go on for like fucking a minute on that one note and like Guy that yelled weather. Back. Then he would come back with like no like like he never took a breath.
1: It was amazing. Guy that I'm gonna yell though. Yeah, yeah. Yelled he yelled the weather.
2: Just put, just put Channel Nine Weatherman, New York City. Uh, hold on. Uh, whenever, guy, whenever
3: guy does something like that, like a weatherman adds like a, a catchphrase or like something spicy.
2: But he was the first guy. He was the first guy. That, I think he was the first guy. But that. you think things were okay
3: at home, or his wife was like, "Yo, you got to you got to do something." I don't know.
2: Man. All right.
1: Lloyd <laughs> Lindsay is that his name?
2: Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. That's Get him. the
1: fuck out of here! That, that I fucking find. There we go. It's going to be nippy and them nar hills tonight. Hello. Oh fuck yeah! I remember this dude. Let him play out. He's just
2: cut out of the fucking. No, but if fire. you if
1: you look at the video, he looks kind of autistic. I think so a little bit. Play it. How many views? How many views? Uh, way more than this one. Thirty-five thousand. <laughs> way more than this video. Thirty-five thousand. There we go. I'll tell you, it's going to be nippy and them nar
0: hills tonight. Hello, <laughs>
2: Atlantic. Highlands, yeah, all right. Talent, right. They're having a big yeah. fundraiser get, down there at a restaurant. the weather,
3: baby. That's the weather.
2: That guy started the whole thing. He started the Weather Channel.
3: Just,
2: I, just his talent alone is the reason why the Weather Channel even exists.
3: They would pay that guy to come out to clubs. 100%, and do,
2: he'd be like a millionaire weatherman.
3: They would right? pay that guy to come to clubs and do walkthroughs.
1: He's got the, he, he kind of has that like meth shakes. He's got the meth shakes. You know, he shakes like. He's Whatever little,
2: he's got. He's the reason why I watched the weather. Yeah, man. When I was a kid. For
3: the
1: children's
2: fund. For if he's around,
3: if he's around, I'm going to have a guy open up for me. <laughs> he's
2: not around. He's Hello! He Actually, his son did the weather for a while, too, and then eventually, I don't know.
1: Maybe he wanted to be like a boxing ring announcer, and he just ended up being a weatherman.
2: Whatever it is, he was
0: talented. There's more. And this is to help care for young cancer patients at Mount Sinai Hospital, so everybody in the Atlantic Highlands, show up! A great cause. I was in Atlantic City for a similar fund last weekend. Teens uh, in our area, 20s down.
1: (laughs) I guess that's where where R. Kelly lives.
2: Listen to those pipes, man. Those pipes are
1: amazing. He's a broadcaster, yeah.
2: That's a broadcaster voice right there. That's what this world has lost.
1: Yeah, we don't have that anymore, man. Now we
2: got Kieran in his fucking...
1: (laughs) My apartment.
2: Cancer cough (laughs) that he's got going
1: on. I don't have a cancer cough.
2: Whatever it is, you know what I mean.
1: You should goggle with salt water. Tonight. Hello. Alright, there's that fucking guy.
2: Dude, think about it. You should, first of all, that should be a, on the soundboard. You should have that on the soundboard.
1: I have Cardi B talking about her vagina. You wanna fucking ease infection?
4: Pussy <laughs> <laughs> breathe! Pussy breathe it! Pussy, breathe it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cardi B actually was uh, uh it did did an Instagram story today about uh her, well, it was her riding in the back of a car, uh, and she had her pants down, like, with no but underwear. She
2: is uh, part of uh, Vlad's brethren over
1: there. Wait, what do you mean? Gross. What do you mean she had her pants? She's the half Dominican. What do you mean she had her pants down? She had her pants. Cardi B did, like, you know, one of those selfie videos, and she had her pants down because apparently her pants were too tight, and it was fucking up her vagina. What she Did she have underwear on, at least? No. You sort like, of, like, you know, like you see side boob, you see, you saw side ass. And kind of like the, uh, you know. And you've seen this. And you seen this video how many times? <laughs> I <laughs> watched. I watched it. A, I watched
3: it a solid. How many times
2: did
1: you beat off to? <laughs> a sol- solid, five times, and you know. A
2: solid, solid five
3: times.
1: Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the. Uh, here's her audio.
2: This I gotta ride in the car, son, because these pants is too motherfucking tight. She was giving my pussy a wedgie. I hate having pussy wedgies, bro. My pussy be screaming at me like, "Bitch, you got me fucked up."
1: What do you think? I'm
3: gonna take my pants off right you now. Mean, glad glad and her
2: have so much in common. I had a wedgie. Remember <laughs> <at> the beginning?
1: <laughs> you want glad a yeast infection, a- bitch? You want a fucking yeast infection? So you know what I'm saying? Gotta ride around this hole like this. Yeah, she's naked. Pussy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call though. Chris like that. Vlad yeah.
2: right. had a dick wedgie. I don't know if you noticed.
1: Well, that happens. That happens to. Uh, you know what I mean?
2: You know what I mean?
3: It happens when you know when you when you got when you got something going on. You know what I mean? I don't. up down there.
2: You know what I'm
3: saying? It's stacked.
2: You no, know, you know how it is.
3: Kid. You know how it is, Karen. It's never
1: happened to me. I never. I don't know.
3: repeat after me, Karen. Bulge, Come bulge, on, baby.
1: Yeah, bulge, don't... baby. That's yeah, Karen. You never handled dick wedgie. Uh, well, no, no I've, I've now that I've gotten older, my uh, my sack has grown so sometimes I've slept on a nut and that, that hurts in the morning when you wake up. <laughs> like you have that fucking, it, it's like a headache on your balls. Uh, <laughs>
2: it's like a headache on your balls. Yeah. Uh, no, that's just a headache, man. Uh. Oh, man.
1: So that, that's happened, but I, I never had a dick wedgie because I barely have a dick. I'm Irish. What the fuck? Did you, you never say- see that in
3: like in a plastic surgery show like on TV? Like here in came in because... Um,
2: I to get his
3: balls lifted. It's so, a tough job here. Okay. Is that maybe, even a thing? I don't think so.
2: I, no, guys,
3: wait. Did you, can't a, you can't lift the balls.
1: Maybe uh, my nut sack hasn't always been fucking. I don't want to talk about my dick with two other fucking grown men. But my nutsack hasn't been. You can uh, talk about it. Hey, you can talk you about it. There's a boys club. There's a boys club. <laughs> <is, what laughs> got going
2: on? Locker room talk here.
1: My, my nut sack hasn't, hasn't always been as big as big as it is now. I feel like it's, you know. You could also be producing more more sperm.
2: How much of a difference are we talking about?
1: Uh, I would say probably, you know, a solid inch maybe. You're talking about an inch drop? <laughs> but lot, like, yeah, it's a big, uh, yeah, the thing gets in the way. It's like, you know. When stuck on a hot day, does it get stuck on the side of your leg? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It, I learned uh, I learned uh, that you have to wear that uh, Lotrimin spray out here because the weather's so hot. It's antifungal? What are you talking about? No, you, no, it's of, it's, it's you get you chafing. You get chafing on your between your legs. It doesn't right? happen back in New York. I don't know.
2: No, you it made... in a hot summer day. Of course it does.
1: Yeah, well, you got you got to spray your nuts out here to prepare what for the fucking of, what heat. What kind of uh, underwear are you wearing? What are you working with? Uh, Fuck it, I don't know. Just a, a you know regular fucking box of briefs. I mean,
2: like, what's a regular box of briefs? We're talking about a hanes, or are you actually getting like. You know good solid boxer
1: briefs. No, I get that like that under armor Fucking shit
2: And those don't fucking give you the support you need
1: No they don't give me support you know any. what you
2: need then you need a jock strap
1: I'm not fucking wearing no fucking jock strap That's what's going to give you the most support
3: Has a woman ever commented on it Like wow you have A woman hasn't seen it in three years <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> it's a little zinger Hello And
2: Kieran's balls are low
1: We just
3: heard him fall in the water.
1: Uh, Fucking A, you know?
3: No, but at any point in your life has a woman been like like you you have aggressively sized, you know, balls. Does that ever happen? Uh
1: no. No, not really. But I've I mean I've I actually have habs have you ever slept on a nut? Like it fucking got like jammed no, Yeah, I've that, never, slept never slept on a nut. Yeah, that, not,
3: not not even a real nut, like a cashew. I've never done that. <laughs> you <Yeah>, no, that <laughs> not that, even a
4: pee, not even a pee. <laughs> no, a, n- not
3: even nothing. That's sh- no almonds. I've never slept on an almond. That shit has that shit happened to me. So that it, it happens. You actually know, well, I mean, on like a a, no. a park bench. Yeah, I
1: can't. <laughs> no. And you, you had one leg one leg off the side. You well, here it is. Side? How do you sleep, Vlad? I am a fucking tosser and turner when I'm in bed. I fucking toss and turn. I can't get it fucking right. You know, I'm like,
2: majority, where would you say you spend the majority of the night? On what side? Uh, stomach, let's... back, side. What do you do?
1: Stomach, I would imagine. Yeah, it's, That's not it's good. That's it's, not good for anybody. It's stomach. So when when you like, and I'm like, splat, you know, like fucking I,
2: face. I, I sleep mostly on my stomach or side, and I've never, my balls have never been anywhere near something I'm laying. Yeah, on. something's
1: off. Something's off. This is
3: not right. Something's has gone you should have like a camera, like a night camera. You you see, you see what's going on down there.
1: You know, like you like you, you, ever sit on your wallet or your phone when you get into a chair and you're like, ah, you know, that's kind of what I do to my Sex. The problem is, Kieran, it's only going to like, get worse.
2: What you're describing is It's only going to get worse. What you're describing is.
1: It's only going to get worse.
2: It's something I've never heard of before. You you may, may have an issue. You may have a problem. Because
3: the older you get, the lower they're going to drop. The responsible thing to do is to address this now.
1: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having, that's going to cost me like 20 grand to have some guy soak my fucking sack. I don't know how fucking do that.
2: Your balls like kind of huh? drift. Do you kind of, your balls kind of get lost in the sack? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Sometimes they like run up and hide in your fucking, in my stomach. Uh, you definitely have an issue. Most of the time. I've
2: never had an issue locating my balls.
1: By the way, Vlad's going to be appearing at the uh, subculture New York on. Yeah, this Friday the eighteenth, and cure,
3: woo. I, woo. I know a good acupuncture guy. He deals with stuff <laughs> like this.
1: What he's gonna he put put? But I don't want needles in the dick. Not in the dick, on the dick. Really? How's that That's gonna easy. fucking help?
3: What is that gonna do? He's, his name is Doctor Doctor. What's his name, Chris? Doctor Han Hans Han uh, Hans Solo. Hans. Han. Doctor Hans.
1: Hans. Where is, is that guy? Trust a, me. Double, is that a wacky bit? He, he'll take care of you, Kieran. He'll take care of you. Doctor Han Solo. Cash only, though. Are you saying I gotta blow loads? Is that what you're saying? What is he saying? Is he, is Vladimir no, Kamano actually saying there's a, an actual doctor called Han Solo?
2: <laughs> no, it's called. You better settle down with somebody because the longer you go, no one's gonna and want. Doctor Han Solo.
1: Oh, I didn't get that one. That joke just flew right over the fuck my head. <laughs> uh, it's not that hard for things uh, to fly over my head, Vladimir Kamano. I'm not very tall. <laughs> You've met me. Oh my God. you
2: really needs help, man.
1: Yeah, I no, know I know I have that. I have that fucking problem. I feel like I, if I don't settle down soon, I'm gonna end up like Bill Maher just without the money, and that's gonna real really suck.
2: Oh, you know what? <laughs> well, this is you know Vlad's here. You know that whole thing that happened the last time I was there, remember? And we we were gonna do that challenge. That all happened when Vlad was in Arizona,
1: right? Oh yeah, but well yeah. For the listeners that don't know, I, Vlad came out and played a, a gig out here in Arizona, and Chris came out with him, and we all hung out. Uh, a couple of months ago, and uh, during that time, Chris gave me a challenge to fucking not masturbate for thirty days. I lasted.
2: And talked to women.
1: Yeah, I had to give uh, like a compliment time. to a woman uh, three times a day, right? A what happened woman?
2: that night, Vlad? Were you a witness?
1: I was not a witness.
2: Didn't you see? Uh, didn't you see what he was doing when he, when you brought him over there? He was talking to that. G- I remember talking to that girl, and he just got all shy about it. No, I remember him asking for change from people. He was like, I'm
3: a I remember Kieran asking for money outside the restaurant, like I'm trying to get a sandwich. You know. Anyway, anyway.
1: Uh, no, I don't know. was asking. I wish Chris. that was the case.
4: I, that
2: it would have been a better representation. What happened,
1: Chris? Dude, you, it, Chris, it's not gonna happen. You put me on the spot to like talk to some broad. That's how it works. I'm not. I'm not going to appease you and go talk to her. it's like talking to a boxer. You put me in the ring, man. The you put me in the ring.
2: I put you in a ring and I expect you to fucking box your way out of there.
1: The anxiety of you just watching me talk to a girl will be enough for me to just crumble and fall.
2: I'm not there to, to watch you. I'm there to support you. So get that out of your
3: feedback. Fucking head right feedback, now. feedback. It's called feedback, not judges. I, feedback. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I just so work I, on this. You're a little slow on the on the on the entry point. Hey, yeah, Vlad,
2: I'm here to be your wingman and support you, not to fucking tell you. Oh my god, look at this! This is hilarious.
1: This is uh, Vlad. Let me ask you this question. You're you're friends with the uh, the great Chris Italia, who hosts the radio program here. Absolutely. Uh, does he from time to time give you like uh, challenges or obstacles to fucking? Go through to get Every some... day. It's... Every day. He asked me to
3: hold a fart from LAX to New York last time. <laughs> he did. He said, hold, I want you to hold your fart on a transcontinental flight. And you know what? I did it. Right. So, To a three-hour mark. Then I, I
1: had to let go. Because that's what he does. That That's the kind of friend he is. He makes his... And motivate and inspire. And inspire. Is it really motivating and inspiring? Because these challenges are quite... Uh, kind of just like really not that important
2: first of all what i what i asked you to do works mm. i mean it works
1: yeah so, no the yeah but i you, you know you gotta get people the,
2: that do it and it's been
3: very
1: chris, successful chris you can bring a horse to water
3: okay okay chris you can bring a horse to water
1: <laughs> yeah not masturbating for 30 that's days you can
3: do, chris. that's all you can do not mastur-
1: Wait, did you, did you did you did you do 30 days fuck no I, I i he gave me one cheat day that happened on the first day and then i went three days and then some girl started texting me and i was like this is over You got the
3: party B video now, forget about
1: it. Yeah, no, yeah.
2: But then after he jerked off, he stopped talking to her.
1: Well, yeah. You know, it was just like.
2: My point is proven right there. See what I'm saying? When he wasn't masturbating, he was talking to a woman via via text. No, 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 no. That's not
1: necessarily true. As soon as he
2: started dropping his loads again, he stopped talking to women.
3: You're basically disincentivizing yourself.
2: Yes, that's exactly what
1: he's doing. No, but, but it's not, what he's saying is not true, Vlad. This is, this is what, he's say, what he's saying is not okay, true. Okay,
2: have you talked to her since? Yeah, I
1: have, but I was just, I'm was i just, like, not interested in fucking... You sharing Engaging in that conver engaging in it with, with gotta, that particular this, person. You
2: gotta engage in that conversation, because this is, we've been waiting for this.
1: No, because I'm, I've done this a million times, Vlad. Most of the people I've dated have been, lived, like, fucking 1,500 miles or 3,000 miles away from me. And I don't want to get into another one of those relationships, that that's that. what this would have been. It. You don't want to Wait, fucking. date
3: Chris. 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 Arizona has locals, right? Yeah, there's local broads here. There's, there's no local females there. There's right?
2: so many women in Arizona. Yeah, there's, lo-
1: there's, there's there's actually
2: a- the ratio of women to men is much greater.
1: We have a uh, we have a surplus of pussy over here. Yes. I should. Yeah, I know what your next comment is. Find one. Yes, it's very hard.
3: Though. The thing is, you're too. I'm not saying that. You're you're too in your comfort zone. You gotta, gotta, gotta get out.
1: Yeah, no, I have that problem. What the
3: fuck? Check it out, dude. I was in Arizona with my girl. We took we took the scooters across uh, for, a, for a bridge ride. They had like scooters, scooters by the by the Tempe thing. The scooters.
1: Oh, uh, the, the yeah, those um, yeah, the fuck, fucking the things like they're like, uh, Get out there. They're a
3: day, Take girl on a Hey, you make a yeah, man, make, it, make a day of it. Yeah, make it seem like it's like it's like off off book. Oh look at got scooters here. Oh wow, and then you <laughs> ride that thing into Tempe, and then you go into downtown Tempe. Right. You know, a nice restaurant. Yeah, I,
2: I like what you say that was. It was two months ago.
3: That was, uh, when, when did I play? It was October? Was it October? October, yeah.
2: Okay, since then, Kieran. Yeah. Have you engaged? No, or... let's
3: make it longer so it feels worse. It was August, Chris. It was August. Uh, well, <laughs>
2: it was August. I, it was say, August. I, but maybe since, July. Since the challenge, have you
1: engaged it was last any year. woman? Uh... Not, fuck. Yeah, well, I, I talked to that what? See, the one that I was texting, the one that Deidre's mentioned, when I was... uh. At my folks' place on Christmas Eve, she sent me a video that I didn't even open, but it obviously it it was of her like fucking doing sexy stuff, and I was like, I actually got fucking pissed. I know Vlad, this is gonna, this is this is honesty for you right here. Uh, I got I got mad. This is how I realized I actually have grown up and matured a little bit. I'm totally different than when.
3: Right now, you sound so arrogant and entitled. (laughs) <laughs> oh so yeah, gonna...
1: my word i was
3: so fucking
1: taken aback like,
2: i want you to finish this like don't follow so far go
1: ahead all right so they she, uh, when i was at my folks place for like christmas eve we're having like nice dinner and i'm talking to them and hanging out and it's like a you know they're playing christmas music and the trees up and everything and we were literally getting set up to, i was getting set up to eat with them and my phone dings and i look at it and it's just like it is a message from the girl. She says, uh, don't open this up around anybody. And it was like a sexy message underneath it. And it was like a, you know, an avatar of whatever the video was that she sent me. And I was just like, "It." she sent it to me. It's no fault of her own. She sent it to me at the wrong time. I just got fucking fed up. I was like, fuck this. I'm not, no, I'm like, it's like Christmas Eve. I don't want to fucking finger bang a video. Oh,
2: my God. What is wrong with you?
1: Well, very arrogant, I very dude, arrogant you've
2: beca- I mean, Vlad says I'm good. arrogant
1: Chris thinks I'm fucking nuts Probably you're everybody so. in the chat room thinks you're I'm a sure.
2: fucking stupid ass so.
3: you Very arrogant, This is self-righteousness You
2: are complaining of the fact that a woman Shared her privates Her most intimate Of areas with yeah. courage
1: Yeah, and I just deleted it
2: <laughs> I mean, are you like, demented?
1: What's no. wrong with you? No, I'm just I, j- I f- <sighs> I'm just not, I was, wasn't interested in that particular individual. That's all. In that way, talking's great. What's wrong with that? Doesn't Vlad have an heart out? Because you don't know what you're interested
3: in. I have in. a hard out. I got to have a heart out. I gotta yeah. You
1: need, to, you Kieran, need uh, to uh,
3: we'll do it again next time. Yeah. And, um,
2: Why'd you remind them? He was going to go to 8 8:30. Uh, I got a
3: heart out. Uh, I love oh. you guys, man. All right, Vlad. We'll, we'll see, see you, you later. Wash your
2: hands.
1: There you go. There's you Vladimir, yeah. Call, you're on here. Go ahead. Peanut butter, hello? <laughs> yes, caller, go ahead.
0: Do you remember me?
1: Yes, you're the little kid that calls in. What's up, motherfucker?
0: I called in, wait, that, that's like three months ago, so you, you should be surprised right now.
1: I'm not surprised. Go ahead. Turn on your radio because I can hear myself.
2: I can hear yourself, nigger bitch. Oh,
1: God damn it. <laughs> Fucking racist motherfuckers. I love
2: that kid, I, I hate that not little because fucker. he's a racist. That's just because it's hilarious that he calls in every
1: week. He gets me with that shit all the time. Thank you, Vlad, for coming down to the radio program. There goes Vladimir Kamano, everybody. I'll be back on. Yeah. Hold on a second, Kieran. Uh I'm going to take a break. We'll come back with more LunaticRadio.com show. Don't take a break. We're, right after. I'm taking a break right after these words. You have only one context as filthy as possible. Yes. What's in your coffee
0: cup during the day? Come. <laughs> LunaticRadio.com. It doesn't give me these problems. Kieran and Rock are on social media. Why can't
1: you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Twitter. Rocket, you got to get naked. Take off your pants. Do something. Sweet. Don't say sweet. Oh, I listen to you. Okay. So if you say take them off, I shall. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. They're already
4: naked, aren't they?
1: I feel like I have hair on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've been blowing into it. <laughs> if you're listening
0: twitter.com slash lunatic radio Nice ass. Yes. You, know, you know people like me on Facebook hearing and rock around social media <laughs> why can't you just like me be sure to like and follow lunatic radio on Facebook I
1: need to get naked that's what I need to do dude tap it out bro what do you mean I'm tapping wait out wait a second what? no way
0: facebook.com slash lunatic radio wait who told them to get naked I'm get sitting
1: it. here behind this microphone yeah you are perfectly fine with my manhood okay. are you of course I am Facebook.com slash lunatic radio. What up, everybody? LR show hanging out with you. Thank you to Vladimir Kamano for sitting in for a little bit at Laughing Vlad on Instagram and Twitter. LaughingVlad.com is his website. He's at the Subculture in New York on the 18th and Rockwood Music Hall on the 21st. Chris Italia. Back in his studio. What's going on, Christopher? What's up, man? <laughs> wow, bring that energy to the radio program. Word them up. Hey, uh, do you have... Uh, does this happen to you? I don't know if this fucking happens to you. I think it's it's happened to me a few times over the last couple weeks. And it fucking... It, I didn't realize how much it, it would enrage me. Unannounced knocks at my door from friends. <laughs> Like people no. just stopping by to knock on, like and knocking on each door to say hello, like dropping in to say hello at your know, residence.
2: They know better not to do that.
1: Yeah, like I, 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 it, like it, it, it infuriates me. That's something my parents would do, and they don't know where I live. So. My, my mother does it from time to time. She'll come by. Hey guys, <laughs> You know, and that's fine because my mother. Yeah, I
2: see. I eliminated that by not telling them where I live <laughs> when I moved.
1: Well, yeah. But I mean, that's you have cool. you have friends that know where you live, right?
2: No, not really. I think the last time I moved, I I pretty much kept it to myself.
1: <laughs> just fucking. That's kind yeah. of that's bizarre. Yeah. That's like, it people, might be more people bizarre. People
2: kind of know the general area right. of where I live. Like you know, sometimes people ask me, "Hey, what's your address?" Right. I'm like, why? Oh, I want to send you a Christmas card or something. I'm like, just send it to my office.
4: <laughs>
1: my office. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's how I feel. Like, what you're mentioning there is how I feel about my when I'm in my place. I'm just like, when I'm here and I don't call you or send you a text to come over, I want to be left alone. (laughs) Don't fucking stop by and knock on my door.
2: There's a a difference with your situation. Why? Go ahead. Because people know that you're an introvert, and people know that you're not going to go look for anybody. Right. And people also know you never hang out. But, so, uh, but, but coming and knocking. people in knock, care about you, friends and family, who are going to stop by and say, hey. Coming you know, by and I'm knocking, knocking on my fucking door, door
1: is not going to make me fucking be like, you know,
2: I'm going to be pissed. I mean, how on a scale of one to ten, how close is this person to you? A, a friend. But like, like a, it's happened multiple times to you or is it just the same person?
1: Uh, Just <laughs> the one time with the knocking, I had another friend came over, Leroy Jenkins came over. To grab me for dinner because we I actually had dinner with the guy that I I uh, first ever did a radio show with this week out here actually his name is Doug Jones and uh, he was out in town so Leroy came and got me and we did that we had a uh, we had dinner but that was fun
2: Doug Jones and do a show with you because
1: uh, he's he we were meeting him way out in the fucking sticks of Arizona it was a whole thing but anyway. Um, yeah, that so was fine, but I don't
2: like Leroy Jenkins of all people coming over and like saying. No, that. not
1: him. No, it was like you know other it people. It, I don't like people knocking on my door. I feel like in this day and age, with all the fucking technology and, and way to contact people, I it, it, there's no there's no unannounced knocks at people's doors or homes anymore. It, but
2: but in your situation, it's acceptable.
1: It's not acceptable.
2: Yeah, it is. I do not he, say that it's you fucking are, not. Uh, you're a caveman, man. You I don't. don't get, fucking, you're right.
1: I leave my apartment every day. No, you don't. I fucking you don't do work. it every day. I'm it always
2: count. It
1: doesn't count. You'll I'm here to, to work, sleep and, and watch fucking Don Lemon on CNN for like five minutes, then I fall asleep. That's it. Maybe okay, the occasional in, documentary in month, on, on Netflix. What? In a month.
2: How often do you hang out with friends?
1: Oh, fuck, not a lot. <laughs>
2: exactly. You got me there. there go. But I don't want to. People care about it "Look, this guy." How often do you
1: go out and fucking party on the town in New York City?
2: But they know that you're suffering inside. I'm not suffering inside. This is your. How often did you ask me? How often I go? Yeah, I'm out almost every night.
1: You're out fucking in the clubs, fist bumping it up, in a VIP, slipping some sort of Chardonnay, cocksucking shit.
2: See, this is what what you're getting wrong. Mm. I'm not telling you you need to go to a nightclub, or whatever. I'm telling you to socialize. Any way you want. Go to a ball game. Go to go play. You know, pool, pool maybe somewhere. You know, basketball,
1: whatever. I fucking socialize. No, you don't, dude. I do enough socializing. I talk to people on the phone all the time.
2: Yeah, who we're talking about actual. Human
1: interaction face-to-face. Face. All right, let's get back to the subject at hand. I don't like people knocking on my door. Do you like people not If people came and knocked no, on your door... No, noon, but
2: I'll tell right. you right now, if I if I don't show my face for a while, I would
1: expect it. Is that a thing that people shouldn't do these days, is knocking somebody's door without... What, without I'm is,
2: what I'm announcement. telling you is, if people don't see your face for a while, mm. they, will, they will take it upon themselves and say, hey, I wonder what Kieran's doing. Maybe I'll just stop by there. No, you no, no, wait.
1: no, 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 no. No, no, no. I don't think people should do that to folks these days. No, I'm not just saying me. Don't Obviously, you have, don't like, do it a to me. Security
2: gate or something? I do,
1: I do. Right? There's a fucking gate. It's gated. I'm like, yeah, but like the gate, like my gate's great. It's just like for a majority of the day, it's just wide open. <laughs> it's like a fucking <laughs> gate. I was like what's the point of a fucking gate?
2: That makes sense. That makes sense that that's the way you would live. Right.
1: <laughs> fucking turn the fucking goddamn close the gate. So I don't, I don't want people knocking. I have a gate. I live in a gated community. So I don't get random knocks at my door.
2: Did you tell this person that this is not acceptable? To me no, again?
1: I did the same thing that I always do. I fucking put on a good long. face and actually I was half asleep. So I just pretty much said, uh, I'm not hanging out. And I just kind of closed the door.
4: Oh,
1: <laughs> I wasn't mean like that, but I was just like, I you said, hello. invite him in for a drink. Fuck no, I don't have. It's not like when you open the door to my place, it's a fucking, you know, there's a chandelier hanging down. And there's like a study I can take him to. And there's like a bar in the study where it's got fucking bourbon and shit.
2: No. Right, so, so what, I what, open a door. What, my my bedroom's in. right there.
1: He walks in. No, he I doesn't. Mean, he, he knocks he on did, the door. No, he, he didn't. He didn't. He knocks on the door. I opened the door. Right. And he goes, oh, oh, did I catch you at a bad time or something? And I was like, yeah, I'm sleeping. He's like, you doing? He He's like, he asked me if I was doing the show. I was like, no, well, in a little out, but I, I want to get some sleep before I have to, you know, get up and try to be fucking wacky hijinks for everybody. So uh, yeah,
2: I wouldn't describe that's what you do.
1: I don't know. Well, what you told me on the phone yesterday when I was driving home, I was just like, I might as well just drive my car into a fucking embankment. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, maybe I don't want to do this show tomorrow. <laughs> uh, after that, but yeah, I was just like, don't fucking ring my goddamn. Like I didn't realize how fucking infuriated I would get. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, "No, that's not happening. Not knocking on my fucking door without like you a want to text punch him or in a the face, huh?" No, but oh, I wanted to close that. I, w- I literally wanted to slam the door. I was like, "Fuck this! No." When I'm ha- like, I, I I would never do that to someone. I would never just show up at somebody's house unless I like got shot or or like in an accident or something. And I was close by their residence that I needed fucking medical attention, you know? So scale of one to ten. What kind of friend is he? Uh I, you know, eight? Seven, eight? He's an eight? And that's the attitude I, you have? Yeah. I no, honestly, I was mad. I was fucking mad.
2: But if he's an eight, that means he's an important person in your life.
1: Well, I would weigh 9 and 10 on my scale of 1 to 10, a lot greater than an 8 and a seven. Well, yes, obviously, but 8 is pretty important. Yeah. Anything it's over like,
2: 7, I think, is It's like Alabama. You know, someone who's allowed to do a stop by.
1: It's like uh, Alabama and Clemson ranked in the college football, whatever, but you know they're way better than number 3 and 4 and 5. You know what I'm saying? That's how I, uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, uh... You know, I think... Th- it's just something that shouldn't happen. Have you talked to the person since? No. One of the. Well, happen? no, actually, I did. I actually I made amends and I invited him back for the show, and he came in and he like he sat here, but then he left, and then there I haven't seen him since. You mean today? I was doing the show like talking, and he just left. You mean today? No, this is uh on the Friday night uh, TJ the Mayor show. So it was TJ,
2: but it was so TJ and another person. Not TJ, not somebody T. J. else.
1: Yeah. I mean, do we know this person? You who's don't know. No, before? you've never. The only person you ever met was TJ. No, you don't know the person. But I, I met was, Leroy Jenkins. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you met Leroy Jenkins, yeah. But it wasn't Leroy Jenkins. It was just a friend, you know? I'm just it's like, yeah. you know, I don't like, uh, like almost getting phone calls bothers me. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I am an introvert. I need it's I need scary. to get out there and find myself, uh, I mean, we're talking
2: find about about myself in broad. Pretty close to you.
1: Just stops by. What's the big deal? Because when I'm in my residence, I don't want to be bothered. I can see oh. if I, if I lived in a mansion with a gate, they would be what forced does that to do anything. I I don't know. I don't know if it would be. Di- I'm like I was trying to think about it. Like, would it be different if I lived in like a like a large no. home no, or really. a home? With, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be any different. Uh, yeah, and I, no. that's what th- it wouldn't be any different. i just be like, ah, fuck. I, I think I would feel more like forced to invite them in if I lived in a, like a larger place. What's wrong with you, man? I don't know. I think about these things too much. It bothers me though. I don't know. I mean, people out there, I mean, if if like you're a friend of yours just randomly knocks on your door, do you get mad? Yeah, I got
2: a bigger problem. Yeah, go ahead. I got, you know, X is <laughs> doing I got X's like doing that. Oh, right, is knocking at your fucking door? Yeah. Yes.
1: You have X's knocking on your door.
2: Yeah. Saying one what? time, one time, I left the door open by accident, the back door, mm-hmm. and they came in, like, and just sat on my bed while I was sleeping.
1: What the fuck did you do? Did you fucking? Did you hit him with the fuck? Hit him? No, you, I banged <laughs> her and then I sent her home. Did you even fucking say a word to her? You fucking crazy Italian bastard! No, actually, I immediately just took my, you
2: know,
1: brush all out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the old and That's sh- what she was there for. What do you want me to do? Look like, at the, the old Stromboli. I'm
1: like, like yeah, hey, I have much on this. Oh, all right.
2: But then I also have, like, I you know now I'm, I'm lately my issue is I have an ex that's
1: you know psycho doing, Yeah,
2: a little bit, a little bit of an issue with me.
1: She's staring like your window. She,
2: I mean, she's done a few things. I mean, it's a little weird.
1: What what are the what are the weird things she does?
2: I don't know. One time she came with her mother and. Like knocking on my window and she couldn't get me to come out, but I wasn't there. I just saw it on my what canvas. is she
1: fucking twelve? Did Sean rock at your window? Oh,
2: dude, it was weird.
1: What did she say? Did you can you hear her through the window?
2: She, want, she wanted to talk to me about something, but she you know she was she was crazy. There's no talking to her.
1: What she want to talk about? Like some sort I of uh, I don't
2: know whatever it is. Crazy girls that are upset that the relationship is over and want to talk about.
1: I had a broad that uh. Uh, that I had a fling with and she would, uh, out of nowhere, like months after the fling ended, uh, it was actually a month. She called me All right, now. It, maybe it was like two, maybe two weeks. Uh, she's fucking just sort of like, you know, hit me up, bang, 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 phone call and text phone call, phone call, phone call. And I was like, all right, I finally picked it up. I was like, what? She's like, I just went to the doctor. Do you have an STD? And I was like, I don't have a fucking STD. I'm clean as a fucking whistle. And it, that cool. And she. she she got like the results back from the doctor, she, uh, you know, make a long story short. Uh, she was like, oh, yeah, no, I, it, it wasn't that you gave me an STD. It's just that you fucking tore my pussy up. <laughs> tore the pussy up. There you go. Your point, you, that's
2: what you should be doing more often.
1: Right, I was banging her in a stabbing motion. <laughs> apparently. And the tore the pussy up. Her? Uh, apparently, uh, I
2: don't know. I don't You're know what I was old, doing. You were doing the old pile driver? <laughs>
1: I, I don't know what I was doing. Power drill? Just fucking stabbing motion with the with the, with the the banging.
2: Nice. Like a jackhammer.
1: No, I, I'm not gloating, guy. I, I think I was just like, you know, hey, I was just poking around down, down there bro. with my, vagi- Let's with with my dick.
2: There. Let's put that out there. Look at that. <laughs> fucking Kieran bangs like a rabbit, man, like a jackrabbit.
1: I don't bang like a rabbit. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. Well, maybe all I do. you
2: single ladies out there,
1: Kieran's a real buck, man. <laughs> Real buck. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy brutes. You know, what the fuck? But don't run. No, like the random knock at doors shouldn't happen anymore in 2019. So enough with that, fucking people. All right?
2: You so, want a fucking yeast infection? Let me, let me ask you something. Is this your, <laughs> your <laughs> passive aggressive way?
1: Yeah. To yes. Absolutely no fucking way. To knock at my door again.
2: <laughs> you hope you, you wanna hope not to this? I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: going to be throwing yeast infections out my fucking front door.
2: You want a fucking you- yeast infection? <laughs> <laughs> Pussy brave okay. it! Answer my question Are you using this as a passive aggressive oh, way to talk to, to it? Absolutely It totally
1: door. is I mean I'm always passive aggressive That's like my fucking play every time Stop being a fucking wuss And just tell
2: the guy what was on your
1: mind Don't knock on my fucking You should know that. Like but I Did feel, you
2: tell him that? I give did people too him? much
1: credit You should know Like I would never Like I feel like sometimes I'm like You know what Like I'm very I'm pretty courteous. I would never do that. Like I, I feel like people should know never do, like not to do that. You can read can people read people? Like Chris, I would never fucking knock on your door without, you know, calling you first. I would never like I would never knock on anybody's door. I just wouldn't. What does that make you? I don't know anybody, fr- anybody <laughs> I don't know any- I don't know anybody friendly enough for me to just pop over and knock on a well, door.
2: apparently this guy's an 8 and your friend Meter. <laughs> I mean, you would know him well enough. Yeah. Okay,
1: let me ask you a question. Ask me a fucking you, question. Go if ahead. You a, if you
2: were if if you were in Leroy Jenkins' neighborhood, okay, mm.
1: I would right? call him.
4: I know no, you. called
2: call him and you call him, he didn't answer. But like you're right, like seriously, like you're a block away.
1: No, I I wasn't doing.
2: You were doing something a block away. You're not gonna pass by his house. No, just pass by.
1: No, not without because like like I was just to think he wasn't home. I would, I so if go I on. pass
2: by Leroy Jenkins' house, mm. and maybe you know he didn't answer his phone because I don't know he was out back doing something, right? right? But let's say you wanted to see him or you wanted to hang out with him, and you figure let me pass by because I'm right here, right? And you pass by, you see his car in the driveway, right?
1: I don't see people unless things are planned.
2: <laughs> and then, and then, what well, I'm saying it's not out of the ordinary if you stop by, especially if you're fr- friendly enough with the person. I
1: wouldn't, no, I wouldn't do that though.
2: Like you would say, Leroy Jenkins is basically like your best friend over there, right?
1: Yeah, he's the one I know the most.
2: Right. So you're saying you can't just go fucking over Leroy Jenkins' house? You could do that.
1: I'm not fucking. Stu- no, I wouldn't without calling. And you if may, I and if I didn't, saying, hold on, let me you're finish. You're
2: saying you if, wouldn't without calling, but it wouldn't be bad behavior if you did
1: pass. I'm by. not. I, yeah, but it's just something I wouldn't do. I'm not saying it's bad behavior or not. It's just something I would. I wouldn't stop by the house w- without making initial contact before I actually got to the residence. Stating that I'm, I'm coming on over. I'm in town. So, so even
2: Le- if I... Leroy Jenkins says, confront conflicts person to person. Let's say you, you and Leroy had a disagreement and he wasn't answering your call.
1: <laughs> Leroy Jenkins it when are you guys going to start talking Oasis? It's <laughs> true. That's next. Stay tuned.
2: Uh, well, let's say you and Leroy had a, like a, an argument, okay? And... You know, it's festering. You don't want it to fester. He's not answering his call. You just want to go over there. Hmm. You just want to apologize to him and move on, right? You wouldn't go over his place and say, dude, I just wanted to apologize face to face. I was out of line. Why do I have
1: to apologize?
2: <laughs> Let's say you were wrong. Let's just fucking hypothetically say. Why, you why am me. I wrong? You thought after thinking, after thinking about it, you realized I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done that. And then yeah, you go no. over his house. I wouldn't go over he's there. He's not
1: answering his phone. I wouldn't go over there. Wow, what kind of friend are you? I I I, No, I call him on the phone. You're a shitty friend. You're a a shitty friend. I would call. Fuck it. I I would call him on the phone, or um, play play the old silent game. (laughs) That's that's horrible. I don't know. I I don't like conversation. I I hate conversation. Aaron, you really need to. I hate conversation. I hate conversation. I I fucking hate conversation.
2: You really need to start thinking about like.
3: You want to fucking ease the facts. So
4: no,
1: I have a serious problem, and I think you do. Well, serious the problem? What? Living? Yes. Are you telling me to take a fucking uh, shot, a fucking bullet through the head, or what? What are you What are you telling me to do? No,
2: I'm saying to you that like you you not wanting to interact with anybody is a strange thing to me. It's, it's not. I interact with people all the time. No, you don't. You I... only interact with them by force. Yes. Maybe not. not. Listen, I'll tell you right now. You probably don't even want to be talking to me right now, but
1: part of me I have to.
2: Because you're trying to put together the
1: show. I have to. Right. Um Yeah, I, I don't know if that's the I, you know, I I don't know. I've like I just always have things I want to do, like get out of my way. Like things I like to do. So, I don't know. I I, you know, you got, and if, you problem, dude, it. I'd be, I'd be way, it'd be way different if I wasn't like, it'd be way different. I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't always want to go out. I don't, I don't know how to answer your question, to be honest. with you. Maybe I do have fucking problems, but who gives that's a cool shit? Everybody's saying, got problems. Oh
2: my god, more and more, I feel like I'm a female version of Kieran on some level.
1: Fucking, well, that's night. your
2: soulmate right there. You guys should just get together.
1: She's cancer-free too. Cool teacher. Nice. It's all brand new now, like a brand new car. Perfect. New car smell. <laughs> yeah, new car smell. Everything. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to cool teacher becoming cancer free. That's pretty great. Seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety. If you want to call into the radio program, I'll open the phone lines again. No more racist fucking phone calls because it's fucking ridiculous. I love
4: that
2: kid, man.
1: Um, I love that kid. Yeah. we
2: should have a segment with him every week.
1: No, we should not.
2: Yes, you do. That. It's probably got to call That's radio gold, right there. You should invite that kid on every week. He should be a regular.
1: By the way, uh, Pete Davidson was on stage. I don't like this stuff where people, like, uh, now, like, articles are being written about what comics said on stage. Yeah, it's jokes. These are jokes. <laughs> jokes, yeah. Yeah, something about... Uh, they're, not,
2: they're not commentary. These, this is, he sat down and actually wrote a joke. Right. And used his God-given ability to make people laugh.
1: I mean, it's of not... It's not like a very important thing, but he was talking about how Ariana Grande apparently uh, talked about the size of, his, size of his dick. She
2: did. Early on in that relationship, she said something. She made a gesture with her hands or something like that.
1: hmm And, uh, yeah. So, I guess that now that's, like, news. That's a news item because he said it on he, stage.
2: Because he's saying that she ruined me for all relationships. Right. Because now everyone expects me to have a giant, you know, penis. And when I when they see that I don't, there's disappointment.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I just don't. I don't don't, like. I don't know. (sighs) I'm tired of like all this shit.
2: (laughs) I never gotten. I got contacted so many times by media outlets
1: for everything that he does.
2: Oh yeah, every week I get contacted.
1: For folks that don't know, Chris used to be uh, Pete Davidson's uh, like mentor manager. Got him started in the biz, on the rise.
2: Yes, mentor.
1: Yes. Yes, you're you're his mentor. Um, yeah. I I just uh, I I I don't know. I don't know. Like I I don't even know where I want to go with this. It's just annoying. It's like annoying that like, like now like, comics shit that they say on stage that is like you yeah. said fucking. This is from. Shit. Go ahead.
2: This is from Noel DeVoe Mm. from uh, BuzzFeed. No, Elite Daily, sorry. Elite Daily is covering a recent U.S. weekly report that claims a woman yelled Kate Beckinsale at Pete Davidson at this gig, to which he responded by reportedly smiling sheepishly. If you have any comment or statement in regards to any claims made in the following report, we would be happy to include you in our coverage.
1: That's yeah, an email to I, you? That's
2: what I want to do. I want to fucking go fucking gossip with you, you fucking rag.
1: <laughs> that's an email to you to get comments about. Because they want to know the scoop. If you know, by the way, if he fucking pulled Kate Beckinsale, I got to give him a fucking nice shake of the hand. I love that. Even though Kate Beckinsale's 45 years old, I don't give a shit. Kate, she, is a, she is a fucking prime real estate, if you know what I'm saying.
2: You want a fucking yeast infection? She
1: has zero yeast. I bet you she's never had one. Kate okay, Beckinsale. Never had one of them yeast infections. She is fucking perfect.
2: Here's one from BuzzFeed. Hi, I saw report, reports recently that Pete Davidson apparently made some comments about Ariana and his penis on stage mm. at Tarrytown Music Hall, amongst other things he apparently said. And then they go into his quote. Mm. And then they, I'm also seeing that Pete apparently shared a story on stage about rebounding with a friend who he called a fast loose woman before comparing his penis to the size of an average black dick.
1: An average black dick.
2: There seems to to have been a backlash to Pete's comments on Twitter. So I'm Hmm. just wondering if you have any response to criticism at all or clarification on Pete's comments. It's like, no, I don't have any. Did she write that in her her email? Like her average
1: black dick. Did she write yeah, that she in actually, email she from BuzzFeed? That, yes. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> yes. uh, in quotes, in quotes, obviously. Yeah, because she's not saying that.
1: Oh, that's actually, a, that's heat. definitely a female, right? Actually,
2: that. he. No, it's actually he. It's the dude. <laughs> yeah, a guy from
1: BuzzFeed. How do you guy. email another dude, knowing you're yeah. emailing another dude, and you write that yeah. in your
4: fucking email? I'm tempted
2: to write back. Hey, man, is this what you plan to do with your life? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> When you went, when you decided to be a journalist or a social right. media expert or whatever the fuck you think you are, <laughs> right, was this what you had
1: planned? Email to, from email to from some guy
2: you don't know about. If I have a comment about somebody else saying something about having an average black dick size,
1: that is a uh, worldwide known uh, internet news magazine ish website, whatever the hell you call it these right, days. Right.
2: They fancy themselves an online journal,
1: and they contacted you. With an email about Pete Davidson, but they quoted or just wrote, mentioned that Pete said that he had an average black dick. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not black.
2: No. The people confuse him for black
1: sometimes. They're like the. Uh, that's BuzzFeed. That's BuzzFeed. That's where fucking journal- <laughs> that's where journalism is these days, motherfuckers. Yeah. They want your hot take. Did any of those emails say, I want your hot take? Here's
2: another one from Metro. Metro. Mm-hmm. I'm writing a piece on Pete Davidson striking up a friendship with Kate Beckinsale during the Golden Globes at the party last night. Mm. I was wondering if you have further comment. Like, why?
1: <laughs> you should just yeah, give your he, hot takes, yeah. though. Why he not? banged her.
2: So, like, that's
1: it. Yeah, go, you, go,
2: go, go do what you gotta do.
1: You should start your own podcast, and it's called Reading Emails I Get About Pete Davidson. <laughs>
2: Happy New Year. Hope the holidays were great for you. Page Six is reporting that Kate Beckinsale left and the Netflix Globes party together with Pete Davidson. Mm. Link to the Page Six report here. If there's any statement or background additional details to share, thanks.
1: You should have wrote back, yeah, yeah, he came over to my place and we both ran the train on her. Yeah. (laughs) Send. (laughs) You should start replying to somebody's just some ridiculous comments that might Man. that might sully your name in the industry no
2: it's not that it's not that it's, not, it's just it just starts a fire at the you know
1: what because like you people know? hear about it and they're like yeah hey, what are you saying about my thing and then be like ah, right because right.
2: they'll take your quotes and right basically
1: right take your quote then and fucking and contact somebody that represents him now and be like oh this is what blah, blah, blah. And then,
2: no no it's like i've actually talked to pete about this hmm. several times i've told him hey dude like you know I get inundated with these emails you know it's ridiculous and we you know we've talked casually about it you know look you know he's not asking for this he's actually kind of a shy kid he doesn't really like too much of that you know limelight or whatever especially if it's you know talking about shit like that right it's, it's his material man everything now for the rest of his life he's gonna because he fucking dated a superstar and he's gotta worry about what he has to say on stage all the time
1: give me a hot take right here I'm gonna ask you as a news reporter this is what I would ask you if I if like lunatic radio were a uh, like a fucking internet magazine I would just email you simply dear Chris do you think he banged it out with Kate Beckinsale question mark send <laughs> yes no that's what I want yes or no
2: Yes, of we course. She likes, she, she likes them young. She is not She likes them young. Yeah. There's no secret about that. You want to fucking that. ease the shit? She was dating this kid, who's another comedian. This kid, Matt Reif, who's 21, mm. for two pussy years. Pussy breathing, on and off.
1: That pussy is breathing.
4: Pussy breathing.
2: <laughs> pussy breathing.
1: Fuck yeah, good for him. That's Beckinsale, dude. That's fucking. Yeah,
2: she gets down, man. That she is fucking.
1: That that's. That's a legendary piece of. uh... Pussy it! Yeah, fuck yeah, man. That's some legendary shit.
2: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, like the answer to their question is always. How old is he? Twenty-three. Who beat twenty-five now?
1: Twenty-five. Fucking Grande and Beckinsale. He's got Grande and Beckinsale. That sounds like a drink at Starbucks.
2: That's what's public.
1: Uh, fuck yeah, right, right. That's.
2: Pussy, brave it.
1: It's not a bad public resume, though.
2: No. No.
1: To be honest with you, if he, if, if he fell out of show, bus- show business altogether and went into like a, you know, whatever, on his resume, it should say, I banked Ariana Grande and Kate Beckinsale. That's Just it. right at the top. And then whatever else is qualifications for the fucking whatever he's going to do. I'm great at coding. I studied at fucking DeVry. You know, wherever fucking... That's fucking Beck. I almost like Beckinsale more than Grande. Beckinsale. I mean,
2: she's a classy broad. Yeah. Classy old
1: She's bro. a fucking dame. Her fucking sons are like the same age as him. Aren't Probably.
2: they? I don't even know. I didn't know she had sons.
1: So I think she has two sons. Really? Yeah. I think she has two kids. I can look that up. Look that up quick. I don't even know if I, that, I'm right on that. Uh, Kate Beckinsale have two sons. I should have that fucking... Let's see. Uh, it's Katie Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Kids. Send. Kate Beckinsale. Kids. She's got kids, right? Yeah. Uh, daughter. She has a daughter. Lilo Mosheen. <laughs> That's her name. Lily Mosheen, Lily Mosheen, right? little Lily Mosheen. She was, she was Michael married Sheen. to
2: Michael Sheen.
1: Is that Michael Sheen? She's married to Michael Sheen. She was. Was married to Michael Sheen. God damn it! She doesn't age either. That fucking keypact. Oh, she looks amazing. She has a she has a nineteen year old daughter. So it would be more socially appropriate for fucking
2: him to be dating the daughter. Right. Probably.
1: Than the mother. Do you think Lily Mosheen is going, ma, fucking thumbs up. Thumbs up. You got Pete Davidson.
2: I don't think so. I don't think that's what she's actually doing.
1: Do you think Pete could possibly pull the switch? (laughs) Pull the switch. Knowing him, he wouldn't. He wouldn't, but he probably could.
2: Probably could, maybe. But he wouldn't.
1: Is that your hot take? I'm getting all the news that you should have gave BuzzFeed but I'm getting it now see how I work it see how I work it I talk to you I talk to you about it I ask my important questions in a matter of fact way and you just fucking you just let them out that's your hot take right there don't worry only fucking two people listen to this show and it's you and me so <laughs> I can put this shit everywhere no one's gonna listen to it anyway
2: oh, Look, listen people have this misconception about the guy all right. they think you know he was in this, like, really fucking emotional relationship with her, this girl. And, you know, he, they, were, they were in love, puppy love, as they call it when, they, when, they're, when you have two young people. Mm. And it didn't work out. And now he's playing the field. You know, he's doing his thing. Like, you know, whoever he dates, he dates. Like, it's not, you know, I, I, I never understood gossip columns because it's like, what do you think they do? They date. Right. No one, I mean, I the people that sit and listen and or watch,
1: I don't understand that.
2: Gossip shows. I don't understand like, oh, that Who the fuck cares what they're doing?
1: It's an old it it's everywhere too. Like I can't what I'm I I'm sick of gossip columns, Hollywood fucking, you know, like dating reports. I'm sick yeah. of memes and I'm sick of viral videos. I'm sick of all of it.
2: Like, Every, I don't give a fuck who Robert De Niro is married to or dating. Right, I just want to see him
1: in a fucking movie. Right, does he? Is he good? He's good. Is he a good actor? Yeah. He's good in the part. Is it a yeah. good story? What
2: is he working on? He's doing a new movie with Scorsese. Great. That's the news I want to know. I don't give a shit about who's dating who. It's fucking the dumbest thing, man. Because it's they're trying. Like, what they try to do is like, like, create this soap opera-ish type of thing for news. Right and it's just the worst fuck. it's the lowest form of you know entertainment
1: it's tiresome isn't it tiring like i'm yeah. tired like 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 people come up to me like oh, okay check out just talking about. check out this fucking viral yeah i know i'm tired of talking check out this viral video i'm like why bother cuz there's going to be another one tomorrow why the fuck do i need to look at this one i don't care and to be honest with you, it's like it's 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 infiltrating like radio shows because if you listen to like your average morning talk show on the radio or on satellite, or on the internet or whatever, they're just like, "Hey, man, check out what I saw on the internet," and they play the clip of it. That's it's all it
2: happening is. Happening in sports too. It's when fucking Adam, annoying. When the Jets new coach Adam Gase's eyes are the right the top, the
1: top story. I mean, we got fucking problems. Yeah, like, why haven't we listened to what the guy says? and uh and not just take a picture of his eyes looking crazy and say the guy's fucking insane but and everywhere the on the internet if, yeah. if you
2: want to talk about if you want to make a comment about the guy's eyes looking crazy that's one thing but you're not even doing that you're talking about the twitter uh reaction to his eyes going right. crazy you know right. you know like hey what was going on like if a real a real journalist you want to ask him a question hey uh you know your eyes you know they're really intense like what were you thinking when you know you were talking or on when you got on the podium, like what was going through your head, how come you're you know, your your look intensified. Mm-hmm. Why and how did that happen? They're not asking that question as a fucking journalist. No, they just take to Twitter and fucking it goes viral and then all the reporters are talking about his fucking eyes on Twitter. <laughs> That's the story. It's yeah. not about
1: the guy what happened. Yeah, it's not about anything about him.
2: Ask the guy. Just ask him the question. What do you think of this? What do you, what happened? What was going through your head? That's what I want to know. Why did your eyes intensify when you know you got to the podium? What happened?
1: <laughs>
2: Instead, oh Twitter, uh, you know, look at all these comments on Twitter about his eyes.
1: No, uh, but on. not only did uh, Cardi B have the uh, pussy breathing statements in on her Instagram.
4: Pussy it.
1: But apparently she also is uh, trending right now, a uh, world worldwide about her comments on uh, the wall being built. And she says, it's stupid. Paraphrasing. Shit is crazy. She says this shit is say anything
2: about Adam Gase.
1: She didn't say her. She says our uh, country's in a hell hole right now.
2: Pussy yeah, braving. She, she contributes Pussy to with her fucking
1: shitty music. Collier on the air, go ahead.
0: Yo, what up?
1: What up? Who's this? Leroy Jenkins?
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. What
1: up. What do
0: you what do you think the uh the A V B is? Yeah. Average black penis.
1: Average <laughs> size that? of a black penis. Think? We should have fucking TJ Lee like, on in. What is that like eight? Average size of a black penis, Chris Atelier, go ahead.
2: Gotta be at least six and a half.
1: That's probably I'd say six and a quarter. Six, six. I can't even hear. I know you can't hear, Chris. It's probably six. Uh, six. Chris said six and a half. Chris, I say six.
0: It's got to be like seven and a half, eight.
1: <laughs> nine? No way. Stop watching NBA basketball. They're not all fucking six, nine.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like the only stereotype that... Uh, White guys can talk about for black uh, on black people. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. Leroy Jenkins brings up a good point. It is the only stereotype we can't get in trouble with. <laughs> Talking about <laughs> it really is black man's dicks. Hey, what do, what, do you, what do you guys think of that new ju, ju, new Gillette commercial? Did you catch that one? I haven't. I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. And I, it, it's uh, it, can you describe it a little bit? Isn't it something like very, it's like very phony or something? I have no idea. No, it's it.
2: all about the Me Too movement. It, it tackles it the do, subject of like uh,
1: male tox- masculinity,
0: toxicity, whatever they call it. I don't know, whatever.
1: Great, another another fucking name for some sort of ailment. So
2: basically, so basically Gillette did a did a campaign, <laughs> an ad campaign about how men need to do a better job, you know. With you know, addressing women and bullying, you're gonna have to
0: repeat what he says. I can't hear it. Yeah, no,
1: go. He's he's saying what exactly what you're saying, Leroy Jenkins. Oh, all right, I'll listen off air. Okay, thank you, Leroy Jenkins, for the phone call. What is this Gillette commercial? Say it again, Chris. What you were saying, I'll try to find it. So,
2: in an effort to uh, drum up probably shitty sales, they decided to create a media campaign with this commercial where they're basically addressing the Me Too movement and how men need to do a better job.
4: Mm-hmm. All right, here it you is. Here's know, the... Of,
2: uh, how they approach women.
1: Here's the Gillette commercial that I guess LeBron Jenk. Bullying.
2: The, the
3: Me Too movement against toxic sexual harassment. masculinity.
1: Is this the best a man can get? Oh, God, it's buffering. It really does. It's, it's starting out like a bag of hammers. But, Bur-
2: you know, make sure you get that tagline in the commercial, right? <laughs> the best minute. The Me too movement, right. Make sure you get that
1: tagline. Is it?
3: We can't hide from it. Sexual harassment is taking over
1: it's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. What happened to just making fucking razors? <laughs>
2: I mean I didn't I need, literally I didn't need literally is commentary from fucking my the razor
1: company that I fucking use. I don't. Know. I literally I just, I just bought fucking Gillette razors. They cost me a fucking fortune two of them. Yeah. It's
2: like about lowering bucks. your fucking price. Yeah. Fucking
1: chumps. Fucking sca- I just was watching I just watched this at like minute no at, the, at like a 25th second into this commercial there's literally a dude a wife bent over a counter and a guy grabbing her ass. <laughs> Look at the Gillette commercial. It's kind of a fun, kind of raunchy. i heard it.
2: No,
1: has been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. Who's the daddy? <laughs> what I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses.
2: Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be
1: boys. Yeah. But something finally changed. Harassment.
3: Uh,
4: but
1: and there will be no going back because. We- uh, this is like this is weird. <laughs> it's like a company making a statement here, isn't it? So strange. It's so. It's, what, what, it's what's what's the- It's clickbait, man. Not it's everybody like needs. Was, this is what Vlad was saying earlier. It's just clickbait. It's
2: just a way for them to get v- something viral and get viewers and get people talking about Gillette, and that's exactly what happened. So it worked.
1: What's that old uh, saying like? Uh, fucking like everybody has an opinion like assholes whatever the fuck that is like everybody has an opinion i i'm kind of sick of he- hearing everybody's opinion but now it's like spanned off of into companies having social Dude, opinions i just
2: dealt with it it's today too much I a meeting i had a meeting yeah you know about this uh you know as we're getting drawing closer to opening up the club in new york city i get you know we uh, we should address the whole Louis CK thing and you know we should also you know talk about maybe reaching out to some female comics and and making it a better environment for them I was like I said excuse me I was like are we not a fucking good environment for people oh some people view the stand as misogynist I'm like what I, I fuck Who it. does I was I was, I, I was trying so hard not to lose my fucking mind we have Basically a person's percent female workforce.
1: That that person yeah, that person's insulting you.
2: We book more comedians, more female comedians than any other club in New York City. Yeah. We make sure of it. We go our way.
1: And that person came at you with that?
2: That person came to me with that because she's saying that's what people are saying.
1: Fuck that no it's not. That's what she's thinking. And really what it
2: comes down to is That's what she's thinking. It's bitter comedians. Who have not yet performed at the stand Right d- Looking for an excuse as to why
1: That's what shouldn't fucking happen by the way Cause that's gonna ruin the fucking comedy game Of course If you, if you start like, bringing in
2: It should be based on merit like, if,
1: Right based on talent based on merit
2: Dozens and dozens of female comics Come through our doors And we love them all Otherwise they wouldn't be there And they're there because they're funny Right so because, because our booker, Patrick, who you know very well, mm. decides that, hey, maybe I don't find this person funny. I don't think she's ready to perform on our stage. I'm going to take a pass on her for now. Right. Maybe I'll bring her back someday. But right now is not the time. I'd rather continue to book from the pool of women that I, that I book from for now. And it has nothing to do. His decision is never about male versus female because there's way more male comics that we don't work, that don't work at the stand, and female comics that don't work at the stand—that's for sure.
1: You're not. You guys are not under the opinion of my co-host uh, Adam Rocket Strunkone, uh, that there's no such thing as a female comic. You guys think there's plenty of great female comics out there that are Look,
2: great. I, you know, he's saying Adam's saying female comics suck. Is that what you're saying?
1: No, I'm just. I'm, I'm fucking. I wanted to get Uh-oh. that line in because he had a fight with Bonnie McFloral one time
2: he? What happened?
1: Oh <laughs> well, no, she called him out. Like he he was sitting front stage at Caroline's, and she was trying to run a bit off of, uh, you know, Rocket, and Rocket wasn't right. having it. Like he he just sat there stone faced. Like he <gasps> oh, sat there. I, like, think
2: I was at that show. The that Cringe Human yeah, Show.
1: Yeah, right? he sat there like a piece of sheetrock. Like like right. he just no expression. And she got mad at him, and then he right. got mad back. <laughs> right, <that was> <laughs> yeah, it was I fucking hilarious. That. And now he's always hated her <laughs> ever since. Uh,
2: so mm. what I'm saying to you is, like, mm. look, the the reality is this: there are more male comics than female comics, mm. and and because of that reason, there's more more funnier male comics than female comics, right? Yes, but that's not because you know anyone has anything against female comics. That's just specifically on our, our end. It's because there's just we try to be as even and fair as possible. But there's just not enough like, stage time for everybody. And so the mediocre comic gets told to go somewhere
1: else. And you want to have the best talent on stage at all times because you don't want to ruin somebody's night. You want somebody to have a good impression. You want right. to have a laugh, blah, blah, blah. Ali Wong it's is a, hilarious coming from Leo she, she, she is very, very hilarious. Sleep it's, on it.
2: disturbing, it's disturbing, though, that, that I had to have a meeting about it today. And, like, basically, I was asked to make You're gonna, you're older.
1: gonna, dude, it's only gonna get worse. You're gonna hear, oh, you're, you're gonna a comedy club worse. in New York City. You're, get, you're uh, gonna hear about gonna that all the time. It's so bad. Dude, it's going, so it's, go, it's going that way. It's going. Meanwhile, by the that's way, why I, I was mentioning, know, I, like, I, people taping, dude, sets. That shit's gotta stop. By the way, I, I, uh, you know, I helped produce
2: a documentary called Women Aren't Funny. It was on, mm. it was on uh, well, Netflix. It's on, you it's might wanna explain that. Well, no, the whole idea was, uh-huh. you know, Bonnie McFarlane wrote and directed it. It's about, you know, the state of She's a comedy. Yeah, it was the state of what comedy was like when she made the film, which is, was was the years between 2009 and 2012. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look, things have been difficult for female comics. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've definitely had to. You know, penetrate this boys club And like, you know, make their way through it And they have, and they've been great And look, there's some outstanding comics uh-huh. uh That are female And, you know, and they've had to struggle Just like a lot of other people have had to struggle To make way And so, yeah, they have had to deal with a chauvinism world Where, you know, a lot of guys would basically say Hey, if you do this, I'll do that You know, and all that shit Right, but yeah it's not, it's not a, like, I mean, look, there is some fucking assholes like Harvey Weinstein. There's no doubt. But that's not the industry anymore, man. It really isn't.
1: You can't be like that anymore. You got to dance around that shit. You're going to be fucking pinched and your career is going to be done. You can't play that game Of
2: course, we know that. We're not fucking doing that shit. Not you you guys. Not
1: you guys. I'm saying like if you're a a guy comic out there, you can't be that chauvinistic asshole. But
2: like, uh, like, think about what they're saying. And that's the victory. we have a misogynist uh, environment, is what the quote was. Mm. Uh, but let's let's look at this, okay? The person in our top, uh, the person who's at the top of our, you know, uh, employee, like our general manager, she's mm. a female. Mm. Our bar manager fe- uh, is a female. Our social media manager is a female. You know, they have all the important positions right at the at the company right. So if two you know, three male owners, me, Patrick, and, and Paul, my brother, mm-hmm. have an issue with women or have a misogynist environment. How the fuck do we empower women to basically be the face of our business?
1: So not only do they, do they want this, is this person, you know, obviously you've done that. You have, the, you have females in, in positions of power with the company, but they also want you to, you know, have it even. With female comics to male comics, as you have not, at the club, but the closed.
2: problem is, it's not possible.
1: Right, it's and then possible they just don't it's understand. It's just
2: it. more male comics than female comics. Right. If there was okay, if there was a you would have a problem comics, filling the stages. If there, is there was a hundred comics on on this planet, okay, just a hundred comics. Right, fifty were men, fifty were male. Uh, fifty, I'm sorry, fifty were male, fifty were female. We would then do it evenly, but it's not. It's more like fucking three hundred comics. Every fucking hundred comics You know or more actually So like it, It's It's being looked at the wrong way It's you know there's more Male comics that come through our doors That you know Are funny and deserve A shot mm-hmm. and then we Make an effort we make a real Concerted effort To look at every female We can mm-hmm. And decide whether or not they're just as funny and, you know, deserving of a chance. And guess what? Most of them are, they're deserving a chance and they get into the rotation and they work the stand regularly. And there's people that are in development that don't, they're not in the regular schedule, but but this person,
1: this one, this person wants to go the extra mile. They
2: want, yeah, it's not even about the extra mile. They want me to make an overture to this community of disgruntled female comics.
4: Yeah,
1: and you're, you're just not. I, I, I mean, that's...
2: And like, the thing is, I want to say, and I can't say it, right? But I'm going to say it here, is that <laughs> no the community listens? of the Shrental Comics, most of them are people that wouldn't go through the, the trouble of introducing themselves to Patrick and getting in front of him. Right. Meaning, like, they audition. don't make the overtures. Right. Like, if you're a comic, right, and you know a club, you know, you, you, the club opens and you want to get into the rotation of the club, you're going to seek out the booker of the club, okay? Right. And then when you seek out the book of the club, you, you basically do what you can to try and get in front of him so he could see you. And Pat has been extremely fair about seeing people. Mm. You know, he sets appointments, basically, like, you know, hey, I'm I'm going to be at the stand on this date or whatever, you know, why don't you come down and do five minutes? You know, if he sees videos and likes you and you come with, you know, recommended by other comedians, then he'll fucking watch you. So the complaints are, why don't from female, some of these female comics, are like, why do I have to come with record? Why do I have to come recommend them? Why can't you just look at my videos? Why can't you just see me somewhere else? That's the attitude. It's not, yeah, Hey right. man, I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, You're looking, you know but
1: I, yeah, it's like, you know, it, it. You're like. It's like asking an employer to come search you out. Like you, oh, you, you're so
2: crazy. Yeah, it's fucking. The mentality is gone. It's just gone. Out that, the that I, mean, is, I don't that, know what that's the not, fuck is That is. not. That's, that's
1: not like a woman thing. That that's like a snowflake thing. That's a generational thing. It's nuts. Man. That's like so uh, you know. That's a uh, you I'm know. Like, like, they, we gotta cater to the younger generation
2: female. type. Some of my favorite comedians are females, mm. Bonnie McFarlane, Lori Kilmartin, Adrian Appelucci I mean, there's so many really good female comics. You know, and I don't look at them as female or male. I would be happy to have them on the lineup any night of the fucking week. Right. You know? Nikki Glazer, Rachel Feinstein. I mean, these are Jessica Kirsten, who's one of the funniest people on the planet. You know, that's the way I see it. I don't fucking look at who's a female, who's a male.
1: This is only going to get, like, yeah. It, it, especially in New York City. Certainly in L.A. where everybody's like, you know, eh. <laughs> Right. But it's going to hit New York City, this fucking, you know, this Me Too thing.
2: But, like, they are, basically what they're doing is they're organizing. And they're getting together and they're commiserating. And they're basically saying... How do we get to call out these people? How do we get to tell everybody don't go there? You know, that's make, fucking scary, man. That shit's scary. Yeah, it's fucking scary. Cause like, it's like, wait a minute. I've never done anything to these people.
1: Ever. I don't like, I don't like that, 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 that mobbing up on fucking internet, social media, and then fucking killing somebody who's trying Dude, to make a it
2: living. It's gotten to fever pitch man and then by the way i'm like you know about to start working on a second documentary about the meat you know about the females in comedy and Mm -hmm. you know look i'm doing it because look i didn't make any fucking real money on the first one i did it i really did i made nothing let's be honest (laughs) but like i did it because it needed to be said and it needed to be like hey let's try and you know level the playing field you know let's let's take a stronger look at this, Mm. you know, what's wrong with the system, you know, of comedy. And, you know, as, as I worked on that, I really did learn a lot about it, how skewed it is and everything. And I said, Hey, I I think we're going to make an impact with this. And I think people are going to look at it differently. And I can say right now that just going through that project, we were, we learned a lot about booking female, more females at the club and we've implemented those, you know those changes we made sure that you know females are getting a longer look because you know there's this feeling of discouragement you know amongst female comics like you know if men don't if the men co- male comics don't respect them they don't it like they shy away from actually trying you know what i mean
1: yeah but that's on them like that's
2: that that's on them but it's just like I, and so like knowing that we've gone a step further right mm-hmm. we've gone and like Search so you've done your over, you're done your over. Yes, we do a lot of it. Hmm. We do at a the ton stand of in my and we yeah. make sure that we have females on lineups all the time. Hmm. We make sure of it because you know it's one, it's good to diversify your lineup, it's good as a comedy club owner.
1: Call your on here. Go ahead. What up, no? It's TJ. TJ, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? How y'all doing tonight? Good, uh, you, Chris. Uh, you probably can't hear Chris, or Chris can't hear oh, you. Oh, that's or... right.
0: Chris, Chris can't hear me. Well, I, got, I actually got a question for Chris. Yeah. And then I'll get off the air so I can actually listen to him. Okay. But uh, no, I was just wondering about the whole about the whole women in comedy thing, and it's th- the way I look at it is almost like um, like like they need to be a little bit more more prideful in what they're doing in the process. Like for example, when there was um, uh, what, what, what was the what was the law for um. Uh, for black and white to get hired at a job, what was that called?
1: Oh, uh, affirmative, affirmative action. action.
0: Affirmative action, yeah. right? Affirmative action. Okay, me and Kieran got the same resume. I get the job because I'm black. It's almost prideful for me to be like, "Fuck that! I don't want the job because I'm black. I want the job because I I, I fucking work my ass off and I deserve it." Right. Right. So my question to Chris is: Is when, when does it when does it start when does it start hurting female female supporters or female people that are bitching about not not getting a the shows or whatever you know what i mean and then but they're but they're not putting the work like he said when w- at, at what point does somebody speak out about that and say well you know what maybe you, you gotta step up your craft without getting in trouble because right now i can tell a female right now like listen you're just not fucking funny it has nothing to do with you being a female and then all of a sudden i would get the backlash talking about well he he, he didn't put me on because I of a female and you know all this and that blah 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 so that's my question for Chris. If you can uh, relate that to Chris, because yeah. he, you know, he's in the industry. I just kind of want to know his take on it. And like, when does it go too far? Like, when, is, when, when does somebody need to step up at some point and say, hey, you're actually hurting more females than you're helping by just by just taking a lazy route and just saying, oh, I'm a female. I should get it. and If I don't get it, you're just being misogynistic.
1: Right. All right. I'll hang up, TJ. I'll have all right, I'll get of it off it.
0: the air so you can yeah. tell him about, I forgot you guys can't uh, so, communicate or whatever. So, okay. All right,
1: man. Y'all have a good show. All right. Later. later. DJ and Mary, so Go ahead, because
2: first. I, was, I, was, I was just talking about this today. I was you know I was at that uh, big Pine comedy festival in Arizona and
1: Flagstaff. Flagstaff, yeah,
2: and uh, you know, I got approached by two people. one was a transgender woman, uh, and one was a female comic, and basically, they're both kind of like four or five years in okay mm-hmm. to doing stand up mm-hmm. And their question was, well, the transgender comic said to me, you know, I feel like I'm not getting opportunities because I'm transgender. And I said to I think, hold on.
1: Let me point out, for for folks that are not like uh, avid followers of stand-up, four or five years into stand-up comedy, you're a baby. Right. You're a baby. You're just getting started. You're just getting started. Go ahead.
2: And I I said, look, man, if you're worried about that at this early in your career, you're, you're thinking of the wrong things. Right.
1: You're misguided. Right all work, all work you should be doing is working. Is
2: finding, yeah, working and finding your voice. Mm-hmm. That's all you should be doing. You yeah, should, they don't have their have, voice yet. Right. And I said, look, you being transgender, it's a fucking unique thing. As a matter of fact, you have a leg up on everybody else because nobody can do what you do. No one can talk about what you do. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So it's you unique. Have, you yeah. have an opportunity here of doing something very special.
1: In this day and age, be, thing. yeah,
2: you can break through because you're the you're you know you're one of the first comics that's transgender and, it's, and going through all this shit and can talk about it. So you have a fucking really great opportunity here to do something really cool. And you know that that person seemed very satisfied with the answer. And I said, look, you know, don't ever be discouraged by that stuff because even if it's true, even if that's happening. That should only motivate you even more to be undeniable, you
4: mm-hmm.
2: know, and, th- and the more undeniable you get, the more it's going to be harder for anyone to ignore you no matter what you are. But- and, and this other female comic comes up to me and said, Hey, you know, I, I've, you know, been asked to, you know, open for male comics on the road. And then, you know, there's this feeling of, you know uh, you know, there's like an obligation for me to hang out with them or whatever. And I said, look, if you if you're gonna take a gig with a guy, all right, and you're gonna go on the road with a person, lay out ground rules. You know, make sure that, that the point is clear that hey, I just want to go do stand up, you know, you know, I don't really want to hang out and I you know if you're okay with that, it's cool, you know, blah blah blah. That's that sucks out- for her to
1: have to say that though. I get that.
2: It does suck for her to have to say that. Mm. But then again, it's like you know, look, if that guy, listen, if that guy's doing that, he's a jerk and he should be called out for sure. Right. Absolutely.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, right.
2: But also you have some control there. You need to speak up. You need to, you know, mm-hmm. You need to like fucking say, "Hey, jerk, that's not okay. I don't want to deal with that." Right. You know what I mean? And so, and I said same thing. I said, "Hey, you know, you're not not getting something because of that guy." You know what I mean? You have to just push forward man because um, and like any other situation you know they might not like you because you're jewish or they might not like you because you're italian or spanish or whatever
1: you know it's it's, always i think it's always this this little thing it's always going to be like that because men men are always men are always after women some
2: assholes yeah the men are always after, yeah There's animals out there. There's no, no
1: fucking doubt. Fucking horny as fuck. Just just yeah. a, to your average man is wh- way hornier uh and and or your average woman gets hit on way more than your average sure, man. Sure. Sure. So that's 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 a thing that's going to, answer, always and to answer answer TJ's
2: question. Hmm. It's 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 getting to that point now. Hmm. You know, we have to stop
4: the talent.
2: a society of looking for excuses. All the time. Well, no, as to it's why just why we're not doing something, or why we're not getting anything.
1: It's just going to you know, get worse.
2: The it's last like, fucking eight months has been torturous for us. You know, fucking trying to get permits and all this other shit. Never once did I go, "Hey, you know, is this happening because we're fucking?"
1: Can't wait to open up shop know. so I can deal with the social norms.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm never <laughs> am I looking at it and saying, "Hey, you know, are we not getting this? Are we not getting what we need because we're not?" versed well versed politically and we're not no like it is what it is like this is the fucking shitty system and i gotta work through this adversity to get to where i need to go yeah you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not i have to fucking it's nothing is easy nothing and i'm a straight white guy trying to create a business and i'm hitting roadblocks fucking everywhere i go Mm -hmm. so What should I do? Should I fucking cower and roll up into a ball and say it's his fault? It's their fault? It's not. I just have to keep moving forward. I have to fucking figure out a way to make this work. Yeah. And so I think what's happened as a society overall, black, white, Hispanic, female, male, it doesn't matter. Snowflakes. Is they've pointed their finger at something.
1: To blame it because they're not successful.
2: Look to be to be. To they find be, an excuse I'm, to not be I'm successful. I'm not trying to be cheesy, but I'm sure you've like you know you've lit, watched that, you've watched that fucking Sylvester Stallone and Rocky Balboa quote to a son right where he's talking about is how hard you get hit and keep moving forward and stop basically blaming someone else. Right. Right. It's the fucking truth, man. Yeah. It's the fucking truth, man. Stop fucking blaming other people. Work harder, man. Whatever happened to fucking hard work? This whole country was founded on fucking hard work, and we're now always looking for an excuse.
1: Well, everybody's to a coder. You're gonna be coding, and you're insta-famous. You ever you see it those? It's
2: fucking You, you see those
1: documentary shorts on Netflix about insta-famous? It's fucking great. You know? I, I refuse to watch it. Oh god, I watch it just nah, to see. What I the know, fuck. I just
2: be disgusted. With
1: oh, it. be honest with you The the the, the theme with the entire. I, I think they're like there's like 15 inch shorts and they're all about a different person who's famous on Instagram and the one theme throughout them all none of them have any money. <laughs> none of them have any money. No, they all have like millions of followers like, but zero money. They're
2: bullshit product that's going to give them some money. To, they're selling t-shirts. They, that's what they yeah, do. They sell t-shirts. It's horrible. It's a horrible way to live. They're like, like
1: yeah, you know their catchphrases they do on their stories.
2: Look, affirmative, affirmative action was. Important yeah. because there was an inequality. And there was an inequality with females as well. I'm not saying it wasn't, but there definitely was a hiring inequality with black men mm-hmm. and black women. Okay. It's the truth. It just it was there. Mm-hmm. You know, even people that weren't racist, they were worried about what other people thought about hiring a black person. Right. Yeah. So you want to talk about fucking struggle. That was real. The fact that we had to create a fucking law that right. says, you know, we have to at least interview several, yeah. you know, whatever it is. It you know may, what I mean? Like, it's.
1: It makes it's, a woman not going to see Patrick to get booked at the stand seem completely right. ridiculous. Just,
2: that black guy, oh, that black it. guy, just still ahead. has to apply for the job. I up. enjoy your foreskins in the night, bitch.
1: Love that. I love that
2: kid. I love that kid. I want to take him home. Really? I want to like adopt Maybe. him, make him my own kid and Maybe. like teach him the way.
1: You should book him at the stand.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that, that, that That's black like... individual, whoever they may be mm. applying to that job, they had to apply. They had to apply. Right. They can't, they shouldn't be standing, you know, yeah. off to the side saying, hey, I can't get that job. They won't give me that job. Because I'm black. Well, did you apply to that job? Listen, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm very sorry. You're just a big old nigger.
1: Oh, god damn it. That's it. Jesus. Turning off the phone.
2: That's great. You I love little it.
1: Little motherfucker. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> n- that kid's twelve <laughs> years old. Like that's, that's you know what's one's great about it. We have the we have we have the, the this is this is where we're going, people. We're going we have like our younger generation. Are going to be the one, it's either going to be you're going to be offended by everything, or you're going to be that motherfucker. <laughs> that's going to be, that's what we have. There's no middle like ground. Usually,
2: usually he calls in and he's completely off subject. Now we're actually talking about it from action so his comments are appropriate for the subject. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Little fucker.
2: Okay, back to what I was saying. Real quick, I know,
4: I here's ra- the thing
1: we'll that pisses me off. We'll, yeah, wrap, we'll up, wrap it Aaron. up. That kid pisses me off because I know he's going to say the M word, and I just can't hit the hang up button in time. <laughs> He does it too quick. I'm like, here it comes. here He always gets it out.
2: He's working the system. Good for him. Little
4: fucker. So
2: what I'm saying to you is somewhere along the line that we as a society stop applying for the job. And we expect it.
4: Mm -hmm. Instead
2: of actually working hard to get
1: it. Yeah. You want the money, but you don't want to fucking earn it.
2: Right. And so that's where we're at. And that's what we're dealing with. You know, in this current state, because there is this Me Too movement going on,
4: mm-hmm.
2: now more than ever, they're pointing to that. Because what, what else can they do? What else can they do? They have to point to something. Obviously, their life is not perfect. So let's blame something. Let's blame an, uh, something that's so easy to blame. And that sucks, man, because we're not working hard anymore.
1: Yeah, no, you it, think it's sure no, you think, no, it, you it, think it,
2: when women when women were burning their bras and fighting for you know women's rights, civil rights issues, that this is what they had in mind?
4: No, yeah, no. they
2: not in mind. What they had in mind was fucking equality, it was fucking being looked at as a person. Right now we're just fucking blaming the Me Too movement on everything.
1: Right. Well, so technology, is, technology has put the world at your hands. And that and it what sure that happens. turned into uh, is made people lazy. People are lazy. You can turn on your phone. You can you can blow a load by turning on your phone. You can fucking turn on your phone and get offended. You can turn on your phone and get entertained. Uh, yeah, it's just it's stupid. It's a, a snowflake generation. I like that snowflake. I like that fucking phrase. Who said that? Somebody said it out there, and I just picked it up. <laughs> I picked it up like a fucking snowflake falling out of the sky. I just grabbed onto that motherfucker, and I'm going to run with it. Cocksuckers. Alright, everybody. And
2: I, think, and I guess the thing is like we're shutting it down. Go ahead. I mean look, my mom raised me. Mm. I didn't have a male figure growing up. Right. And it's like you know, even when I didn't get along with her or whatever, I still respected women. You know what I mean? Like mm. I've never sexually harassed anybody. I've never fucking you know made someone feel uncomfortable. And if I ever said something inappropriate, I made sure that they were okay with it afterwards. And if they weren't, you know, I would really need to know. I've, I've asked many times, is there something I need to do better? And like, we should be asking that of ourselves, but not to the point where we can't run our lives.
1: <laughs> Leroy you know Jenkins, I mean? toxic, racist, masculinity. Like, how the,
2: how the masculinity. fuck you supposed to run a, a business <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, I'm worried about what what the public perception is.
1: Right, that's insane. Then, you you'll get wait, nowhere. This,
2: this same person's said things like, "Well, people think we have uh, people think that you guys are uh, have a goomba mentality because uh,
1: that's actually said, that's stereotyping to you
2: because you're yeah, Italian. Said, look at the fucking contradiction. Yeah. There. They labeled us fucking a stereotype. Yeah, fuck now, it. Paul and I be the furthest from it. Like Paul and I, goomba mentality, and it's you know it's like a, it's a like something you would say to an uneducated, you know, uh, you know, stupid Italian guy, right? Yeah,
1: yeah goomba. No. Huh?
2: So like, Paul and I are both college educated. Paul and I are both you know worked our ass off mm. to like basically build something from nothing. Yeah. Paul and I have. Been through, you and your brother, you know, who understand poverty yeah. and fucking 9/11 and all kinds of shit. All right, all kinds of adversity, and we've always come out better for it.
1: This guy really pissed so, you off at the meeting.
2: <laughs> i saying, like, I heard the word goomba. I was like,
1: holy motherfucker. shit,
2: motherfucker! So they're allowed to call us goombas, yeah. but it's like you calling her expect, a fucking twat.
1: Expect us to change? It's like you saying, hey, yo, twat, pipe it down. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, and the thing is, like, what really, it's crazy to me. It's like, there's, this isn't about what's fair anymore. It's an agenda. It's 100% an agenda. And it's, if something doesn't go their way, they point to it. Hmm. And they say, this is why. And if you call them out on it, you're the fucking jerk. You're the fucking jerk. Right. You don't Right. get a fucking opinion. They're the only ones allowed an opinion. Bait so when they switch. fucking call me a goomba, right? Fucking bait just, and switch. I'm supposed to just sit there and fucking
1: take it? Yeah, that's reverse. It's reverse fucking... Sexism or fucking whatever the fuck it is. I get it. It's a weird world, man. Why can't we go back to the 60s, you know? Mad Men style. Yeah,
4: (laughs) That's
2: where it all started.
1: All right, everybody. Thank you for checking out the show. Thank you to Vladimir Kamano, at Laughing Vlad on Instagram and Twitter. He's performing at Subculture in New York City on the 18th Rockwood Music Hall, Stage 3 on the 21st. Go to laughingvlad.com for all your information on what Vlad's doing. He's a very talented stand-up comedian. He's from the fucking the Bronx. He's got that uh, Dominican flavor. He's a goomba. He's a fucking goomba. All right. Thank you for checking out the LunaticRadio.com show. Follow us on Twitter at Lunatic Radio on Instagram at Lunatic Radio. Thank you to the great Chris Italia, owner of the Stand NYC. Coming soon to Union Square. Go ahead. When is it open? And go. I don't know. Sometime soon. Not,
2: these women wouldn't allow us to open anytime
1: soon, obviously. So don't open up. What's, Just trust the point? Make sure when that place opens, there's not picket picket signs outside going, you know, free the bush or something.
2: Well, if they listen to this show, maybe they would.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to be loud at the fucking club at all. Hey, listen to me. This is the only place you could actually be a, uh, a man from the 90s, this show.
2: Well, you have no choice. It's, it's all...
1: Stuck there. <laughs> Nothing but Nirvana all day. That and Green Day. All right, everybody. <laughs> Oasis. See you guys Woo! later. Peace. Last word, Chris. Go ahead. I am not a misogynist. That's a, a statement, not a fucking word. I need a word.
2: No misogyny.
1: No, word. Word em up. That's no No, no, no. Word. Last word. Good night.
4: Pussy, brave it!
1: Later.